my book has got a hole in it. Yeah, my book has got a hole in it. I can't buy no beer. Shwemo Tizai, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather of Gash, the, the Prime Minister of the Plumbers. Let me tell you, we'll get into it. Uh, as always, it's episode 197 of the world's greatest podcast, and I'm joined by the Vanilla Gorilla, the White Samoan, the Boomer Bog Trotter, the Irishman. <laughs> Which is a movie coming out directed by Scorsese, a Netflix original. Crazy, yeah. With with De Niro and with all the they're gonna all do the guys. They're and they're gonna do they're gonna do like age reversal on one of them, like make them I'm really sure, young. I'm sure it'll be for just like a segment or two. I thought it was gonna be for the whole movie. I don't think so. Mm. Anyway, that's all. Check it, eighty six. Everything, everything, everything. And of course, as always, returning champion, the world's greatest claw machine operator, weighing in at 186 pounds. I don't know if that's correct. All right. Really? Nice. Noise. Noise. I can water cut down and blow that. Oh, you get down to 165 if you uh, dehydrate the Yeah, show if, I, if I really made myself sick. Yeah, that's not dangerous or anything. No, I mean, the man's trying to fight at a lighter weight, so you can have <laughs> yeah. a size of that. And there's not a sufficient amount of water in your brain to protect your brain from yeah. the blows you'll be taking. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's the, uh, the Laurel Creek's most dangerous man. The, uh, the Randy Couture of Regenerative Farming. Hey! Yeah! Juan Morgan. The Rampage Jackson. Ooh, I like that one, too. <laughs> God damn. Save the UFC fighters. I want this to last. <laughs> as opposed to the Ronnie That's all Mil- the R's. As That's opposed the to R's. The, the Reith Witherspoon or <laughs> yeah. the Ronnie Millsap. Hey, what's wrong with Ronnie we'll, Millsap? We'll always have those in our back pocket. We'll have always have pairs. Also known as the Dirty Shame. Also known as Juna. Um, the world's most dangerous band. If you didn't know that he was in the... In that, did you? No. Whenever, whenever Letterman was on after uh, Carson. Hee <laughs> <laughs> Carson. Anyway, and uh, we've had a bit of a happening here today. Um, for the last little while, my shower's been fucked in my upstairs bathroom. You know? Hmm. We, we probably all know about this. So I've just, being the person that I am thinking, well, that's going to cost me $10,000 to fix. I'll just go downstairs and shower. Uh, so I've just done that because I think everything is going to cost an arm and a leg. Right. Until I Googled earlier today. Oh, it's just like a little thing that could would take 10 minutes to do. And what it, it, what it is is there's some, some buildup on the uh, valves. The yeah. Valve stems. Valve stems, yeah, that open and close the water. He's doing a motion right now that you guys can't see. Looks like I'm it looks flapping like, my wings. It looks like it Coco looks, Beware <laughs> coming to the fucking ring. It looks like he's trying to injure two man's penises at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> is this not how you jerk people off? Ninety degrees or up and down? So I was, I thought, turn and then jerk. No, it's not turn and jerk. God damn okay. it! This isn't a time to make fun of me. I've been through. It's been a harrowing ordeal. Yes, but I Google what was wrong. What probably was wrong, and uh, it made sense because it, it would just drip out a little bit out of the faucet and forget trying to get it to go up to the shower. You know. And uh, so I Googled what was wrong, what it was, and I said, that's probably what it is. So I I decided to uh, come home and get my channel locks. I get a screwdriver. I'm a man. We're going to do some shit. I neglected to cut off the water supply before I started taking valves off. 
You know what's behind those valves? Pressurized water. Pressurized motherfucking water. Yeah. In copper pipes. And it came spewing out at me as though I was um, I was uh, the guy that played Han Solo in uh, the movie about Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I was Harrison Ford and the big boulders behind me. That's how the water came. Water. <laughs> at yeah. about 70, 80 PSI shooting out there. It looked like a bunch of black kids were around it on a summer day dancing around it because that's the only place that they could get cool. Because the, the fire hydrant. Break the fire hydrant. Break the fire hydrant. <laughs> Isn't that what they do in the inner city in the summertime? Well, if you want to be the uh, the crazy leftist, all the kids do that, not just the black kids. Mm, well, yeah, you're probably right. All the kids that live in the ghetto probably do that. But let's go with the overwhelming majority of those kids. Credit where credit is due. <laughs> well, it's, uh, they did it on uh, well, plus, It's Always Sunny. Well, plus when you can't swim, when you can't swim, just oh, being geez. sprayed with water is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, luck- luckily this this valve is just emptying into my bathtub. But unluckily, my bathtub doesn't drain as fast as this water's coming out. So I'm first. I t- take the shop vac in there and suck the suck the water out. And I got like a twenty gallon shop vac, and I take it and dump it. And when I get back, it is more full than it was before. I was like, How did this happen? <laughs> So it's taking a while for it to fill up So I go downstairs and I try to find the shutoff valve For uh, going for the shower going upstairs And I know it's there I'm just not small enough to get to it Right I'm not even sure if John's small enough to get to it I think a woman did it before hmm. But um, I couldn't get to it And I, I, had, I only had a pair of channel locks And I couldn't get them to grip onto the uh, water meter outside To get it to turn Couldn't get it to grip good enough to turn it all the way I turned it a little bit But it didn't work Meanwhile, my bathtub is filling up with water faster than it can get rid of it. And I'm at the park with Bub. And he's at the park with Bub. <laughs> <laughs> so I call the water company, Canal Falls, and they are closed. What do they instruct me to do, you ask? Call 911. So I'm like, fuck it. My house might, I might have to, it might flood because of this. I'm calling 911. And I call 911 and I tell them that. The Canal Falls people told me to call you guys, so... And within 15 minutes, a dude from the water company was over here. Hmm. But we, John had already gotten here with a crescent wrench, and he was able to, sh- to shut it all the way down. Now, he had a, he had a buttered crescent roll and a he wrench a crescent, with it? Yes. Okay, good. He had a buttered crescent roll. It's delicious to both give you energy to turn and to turn something. <laughs> but what I, what I did while the water was spewing out is I took the valve because I, I needed to clean it. I cleaned it, and while the water was spewing out, I tried to shove the son of a bitch in there as it's coming out at 200 million miles an hour. <laughs> and it's just spraying all over the place. <laughs> my bathroom, There's water dripping from the ceiling in my bathroom now. It is tremendous. It's like uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog was in there and just shook off all over the place. I'm covered. That crazy. John bitch. pulls in. I'm covered in wa- with water. I'm, it's 20 degrees outside. I'm walking out yeah. of steps. I don't well, even say a word to him. I look at the back of his truck. Well, I think he has one of those wrenches. Let me yeah. give, let me give <laughs> your perspective from you driving up the hill. See, this picks up where I, where I started the story. I pull up. He's walking outside. I was like, "That's weird. He's not. No, he's not normally one to like walk outside and greet yeah, me as I'm not, getting out of my fucking." I mean, truck. He, I'm nice enough, but I'm not warm. Like, it's like there's something. I said, there's something. There's something amiss here. <laughs> and so I saw he he goes behind the truck as I'm getting out, and he's like looking in my bed. He's like waves at me. Hey, <laughs> I get out. Like, hey, what's up? He's like. You have you have a you know like a water valve wrench back here. I thought I thought I saw one in the back of your truck. I was like, no, I've got one, but not with me. 
And he starts kind of explaining sort of piece by piece. <laughs> this is probably in, as in stressed a, out as he's ever seen. In, in, a, in a reverse <laughs> logic kind of way, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh. So you, and then, I, then I sort of see water everywhere. I see he's covered in water. I walk up the steps. I see there's water, like a waterfall of water coming out of the steps. Kind of not coming out of the house, but like yeah. it's from where I just I just brought the well, he was shop dumping, back out. And well, just he dumped it. Like he'd been asshole. dumping water. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this looks like fun. And I expect to walk in, and there'd be like an inch of water. And here's how I walk in. I see a couple little blood spots on the ground, on the floor, and then I see water spots. He's explaining to me, it's like, yeah, this isn't actually leaking. I just spilled water when I was moving water. And trying to explain to me what was going on, and I was like, just let me see what, ha- what the situation is. And I walk and in the bathroom. Hear- walk in the bathroom, and yeah, one of the valves is just, you know, spurt water out in the tub. The tub's not overflowing, but it's, you It's know, getting there. It's, it's reaching equilibrium where it's yeah. draining faster than the water's going in. So there's so it's not it's not a big deal, and then I look at it, it's like okay, yeah, we're gonna need to turn the water off <laughs> to be able to fix this. And then I walk back outside to back where he was originally explaining to me that the, he had found the water valve, and then okay, I think I've got a crescent wrench in my truck. We poked around, I got the crescent wrench, turned it off, and then I come back inside and I notice, look a little closer, and there's like even more blood in places I didn't see, like. <laughs> He had tried to like jam the valve back in. As it was coming out, I tried to, to jam it back in. I'm to try to stop the to, to stop the ADPSI water from coming out, and you know had gouged his finger on the sharp metal at some place, and bloody comicality ensued. So to say I'm a I'm a not a plumber would be an understatement. I don't I think am. you get Victoria's horns for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say? Let's play, let's play by the rules here. <laughs> Shame. 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 God, that's a long clip to have on one of those things. <laughs> uh, I feel like such be, an idiot because I, I know better. You were just like, let's get some stuff let's done. Let's get this shit up out of the you're way. Like, yeah, 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 let's get some stuff done. I got this, you know, and you dive right in. And we're going to shower upstairs. You didn't think about the whole process. I like to think he was talking to Baxter. The whole yeah. Time. Hey, <laughs> we're going to get this done. Things buddy. are picking up around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I felt like such an idiot because at that moment, whenever I did that, pretty stupid. I was being stupid. Yeah. I was putting carts before. I put a team of Clydesdales before. A toy carriage, a, fi- a Fisher Price or, wagon, and, and just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Rip it up, boys!" And it, indeed, they did. Yeah, indeed, they did. And I've done irreparable damage to my reputation, to myself. My my opinion of myself has gone down at least twenty percent, <laughs> <laughs> which probably a good thing. I don't know. Hey, it's good to have your it's good to have your ego jacked a little bit, a little yeah. humility, a little dozy humility. I think I'm taking somebody else's dose of humility. I'll come just just come get just come get tapped out ten or twenty times. It'll you'll you'll feel a lot better. Sure, I guarantee. I'm not being facetious. Yeah. You know, puts you, everything or else. You think you have too much humility? Is that what you mean? Yeah. He's getting humiliated by I live in the universe. <laughs> you feel like you you get humiliated by the universe? Sure. Really? Yeah. Can you expound on that? Or is this a one-word answer day? Uh, <laughs> how, okay, here's a new segment. How is the universe laughing at you? Today? <laughs> um, <laughs> theme song. Well, yeah. one, thing, one thing this fucking song, Careless Whisper, is playing. Oh. Um, 
degrade yourself publicly. No, no real reason. I just always feel like I'm. Uh, feel like you went bobbing for rap for a uh, pussy and came out with a dick. Yeah, I guess that analogy fits. <laughs> you, you, went sure. bo- you went bobbing for a, ri- for a gala or a Fuji, and you came back with a red delicious. Yeah, that's mm, it. Gross. That's, that's, that's merely a fucking half rock. No, it's a crab apple. Oh. I can't come, yeah, yeah, came, crab out, apple. came up with some of these yard apples that just keep falling yeah. out of their tree, and they never pick them <laughs> up. Yard apples. <laughs> some of those yard apples are pretty good. Some of them are. <laughs> that's eat delicious a, yard just, apple. Just eat around the bruise, man. <laughs> it's pretty good yard apple right there. Yeah. I, could, I could make it. Mr. A Wilson has the best yard apples. <laughs> I can imagine some half-baked recipe. Hey, let's, go get, let's make some yard apple pie. <laughs> oh, this is real Clay County yard apple pie. It was uh, picked out of the yard of a single wide trailer <laughs> yeah. that the that the porch is blown off of from a storm. So you know it's real good. So and they've just got uh, they've created a haphazard series of steps that are. Far too steep Out of cinder blocks Out of cinder blocks <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in that trailer <laughs> There is a tarp over something <laughs> Brand new car though Yeah <laughs> Side Satellite by side dish. Fucking Satellite dish yeah. Side by side A deer hanging in the tree year round And it's always a different deer Yeah they got some sort of weird permit to where they can do that. And I'm not against it as long as they're eating the food. This place depresses me. <laughs> it's, a, it's called a summer cure. You salt the carcass, then you put the skin back on it, then you leave it hanging all summer. Is that real true? <laughs> it sounds like I kind of wouldn't doubt it, though. Yeah. You, you, that sounds pretty dangerous right there. You, what, to eat? Yes, I mean, does. you can do that. You can actually do that, but you need to keep it at... You know, not at 80 degrees Fahrenheit. A cooler with, temperature. With the sun shining on. Right. <laughs> to not encourage that bacteria growth. But no, basically you could. You could take a fucking hunk of meat, pack pack it with salt where it's totally engorged in salt, and leave it in a root cellar environment or like a shed. And that shit will be good for like years. Have you seen this video where they had a piece of freshly cut meat and they put salt on it and it made the muscles now there's a chance no yeah because there's potential energy still left in it if if you just if you're just using salt and you're not using um the the pink salt the preservative what is it um nitrates nitrites the stuff that's bad for you and Mm -hmm. bologna and bacon and all that shit if you're not using that and you just use a salt cure it's probably you got like a one in a million chances or something or, or even smaller than that of getting botulism and dying <laughs> well, but that used to be a thing that killed people all the time. Is botulism? Oh, just I'm because sure. We cured our meat with salt. Chances are you'll be fine. You know, you're more like you're more likely to die in the next five minutes from choking on your own dick than you are to die from botulism from eating a piece of cured meat. Specifically, meat. you. You're more likely. To die. I mean, you should. I mean, you should be thankful. I mean, how many guys can suck their own dick? As I get ready to say, you are not dealing me any. Not yet. I'm getting flexible. Really. <laughs> but um, no, I just wanted to add that little, little, little bit of, uh, you know, food, uh, food trivia. Yeah. Like, like the way we preserve our food is really interesting because, on the one hand, the nitrites, nitrates and nitrites that's in ham and bacon, so what turns the pink, the meat pink, mm-hmm. so that it's you know it's cured. It pr- protects us from it's a preservative, it prote- and it's a naturally occurring preservative. It's like. Really high, like in wine, is high nitrites. Mm-hmm. Nitrates, um, celery is really high in it. And it's funny. It's like if you go to the store and you go, you buy the stuff that they call uncured bacon. They're just fucking lying. It's cured. It's just instead of using a chemically derived nitrite as the preservative, they're using a really, really hot, a large amount of celery powder, mm-hmm. which is actually higher in nitrites. 
which from a chemist's perspective, they're the same, mm-hmm. but except one is naturally occurring in yeah. celery and the other. So we don't know, and no one's done the science yet. Science is so great, yet we still don't fucking know whether chemical whether chemical nitrites is more or less is is unhealthy, while celery based nitrites are safer. We John, still don't know the answer to that question. John has a problem with science. It's 2019. <laughs> no, I have a problem with the lack of science. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what happens, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. But no, so yeah, we. I didn't still, know you were anti-science, John. We still don't fucking know that you know if if the one is safe and the one is you know safer than the other because mm-hmm. no one's paid to done to do that science. I just, I, I would imagine there'd be some guy who just want to do that, you know, to just figure that. Yeah, there's, there's no there's money. Kinds of if people. I was Bezos, I'd just be like, "Here, do this study, do this yeah. study, do this study." Yeah, what no. the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What the fuck is that guy doing? I mean, he's obviously doing things. He's doing. He's no, no, I, no. I'm saying he's doing things. He's doing selfish things with his money. He's well, but buying I mean, yachts. But, and, but the argument is, is hasn't Amazon improved your life? Mm. It's 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 most definitely it's wonderful. Yeah, it's put a lot of smaller businesses out of business. Well, they need to build build a better mousetrap. Well, okay, so, yeah. but but Jeff Bezos, in in a way, is a philanthropist because our lives have all improved because of his selfishness. It's like yeah, he's he's extremely rich, but everyone's life is better now. Well, I'm, I was just saying his selfishness is in in the things that rich people do. But you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's the argument. Is like. Um, that he's being selfish. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, I don't really buy that. Or you look at Bill Gates. I actually really don't like Bill Gates, but he's an example that people think, oh, he's doing all this good shit, and he's a great. Uh, um, it's another example of like, well, he's t- he's using his money to do good things. Yeah, but you know, why don't you like Bill Gates? Because look how much more money he has, and look at these, look at all these scientific studies that he could be uh, that he could be funding, just like he was taking a shit, and he's just sitting there. Right, I mean, he does a lot with for charity, but I mean, he does. He does a lot. He's 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 like he's the world's largest philanthropist, isn't he? If you count, so I don't trust a lot of the work that he does because he's it's it's. I, just, I don't want to get into this topic because it's it's vaccines. <laughs> and I just don't okay, want to get I into it because people will hate me. All right, for <laughs> saying logical things that question their their core beliefs. I don't want to do that and be attacked. So, what well, are you anti-vaxxer or are you pro-vaxxer? Let me. Just, I'll just summarize it. We'll, we'll move on. I'll say what I want to say. And we'll okay. move on. You can be. It's it, it's possible. Let's just see if our brains can get around this concept. A little column A, a little column B. It's, it's really <laughs> not hard to understand that uh, a human being could be okay with the idea of immunization and and vaccines, mm-hmm. where they feel like vaccines can be a good thing that prevent diseases, and then also have the opinion that the vaccines that they're pushing on us and the vaccines that we're getting are fucking nasty and have a lot of toxic bullshit in them that don't need to be there. That's completely reasonable. So, Anti-vax. Okay. Those people get lumped... I actually got into an argument with somebody about that today. You get lumped into being an anti-vaxxer and you're an idiot and you're trying to kill... You're trying to bring back the plague and you're trying to kill my children. Well, you are trying to do all those things. Just because... (laughs) Just because you don't want formaldehyde... Aluminum. Uh, aluminum and mercury injected into your newborn baby all at once. Sure. In a dose that is not appropriate for a horse. Uh, I mean, see, I I actually got into a... a, a well, not even, it wasn't an argument. At first, it was an argument because he was being really shitty and condescending. A bit, a bit snarky. Yeah, and then, I, and then I said, well, 
I think I, you said turn down the snark, Mister. <laughs> I said you could. Well, my, I think my exact quote was: "Is just like you can give me an answer and give me a sight less." Uh, condescending douchebaggery. Yeah, and he backed it up and said, "You know, I'm." He basically said he was sorry and it was fine. And this guy but, was in the anti-vax group. He was like, "What you like? Ske- what you just skeptical of?" And I was vaccine, just like, and I was like "Okay, yeah." But he's also one of those what that uh, that are natural immunity in this. I was like, uh, "Man," I was like, "Our body does not differentiate between." Catching a disease and getting the vaccination—that's the key. That is that is the—that's just true. You know, it's in your system. Your body is going to attack it and form antibodies. That's just the way it works. And some people don't understand this concept. He didn't seem to be unintelligent. So you know, it was actually a decent. Yeah. It was actually a decent. There are, uh, there, there are people who are anti-vaccine and are not well informed about it. Mm-hmm. There are also a tremendous amount of people who are. Violently pro vaccine, mm-hmm. who are just as ignorant about it. Oh sure, and so and that's the thing is that I don't like seeing people get picked on. Right. I see a lot of re- really reasonable people coming out and trying to have a, a, a cordial discussion about it and just kind of stating information and facts and ideas and <clears throat> and trying to engage with people about it and then just getting fucking waylaid yeah. with ad hominems and cruel personal attacks <laughs> yeah. and and, and claiming that they're like trying to oh you're trying to poison my child because you don't because you're concerned about vaccine safety and uh, I just I don't think that's cool well it's also though because it's more it's lumped into teams like anti-vaxxers are sometimes of that religious moron group like the what did that fucking idiot uh, Kenneth Copeland's wife said? Jesus was vaccinated against the flu, so therefore we're all vaccinated against the flu. It's like there is no there is no flu vaccination, by the way. Um, I, and they believe that shit, and you know, so they're sometimes lumped in with that group, and that group I do dislike. I do I do dislike, you know. Aggressively uneducated people who are aggressive on either know. side. Yeah, there's no reason to be aggressive, even especially if you're right. Right. If you're right, then the truth will prevent it, present itself, sure, or it won't. But mm-hmm. you're still right. There's no reason to to not be cordial, sure, about being right. Yeah. There's no reason to attack someone about you being right. But that's what happens, and it's just one of those issues that I don't like to get into because I see, you know, it just it just arouses a lot of anxiety in people. It's just not. It's not well, healthy. It, well, it is a pretty fairly serious subject. I mean, we're talking about, you know, we're one pandemic away, you know, at all at all times, you know, and some people believe that we keep it at bay with vaccinations. Some people think that we are making it worse with vaccinations. I would say that there's probably a bit of column A, a little bit of column B in it. You know, uh, we are creating more. But it's not vaccinations that are doing that. It's overuse of sanitation. You know, when you're it's what's well, antibi- antibiotics are the big one that are uh, yeah because viruses and diseases are becoming or are, are becoming um, bacteria is becoming resistant to the uh-huh. antibiotic, and that's how superbugs are created. Right. And a lot of people theorize that well, if we're vaccinating against this, that, and the other, the viruses will adapt to that vaccination, become even more powerful, and it's like you're chasing a rainbow. With your vaccination is is one argument that people make. I'm not saying, I'm not making that it argument. Actually, has but it's not stupid. It's not right. a stupid position. It has legs that will you know. It's yeah, and and we don't the, we don't, we haven't done we don't know yet, right? There's just right. so much that we don't know that um, it's conjecture from either side at this point. Which one is going to do is going to be the most effective? Which which exactly how do we 
um, stave off a, a mass, you know, zombie apocalypse virus type thing. We can't. We really. <laughs> we don't know what the best route is because hindsight's twenty twenty, right. and foresight is nothing. I say that I'm cheerfully apocalyptic, but then once that really starts to happen, I'll freak the fuck out. Not um, necessarily for myself, for my kid. You know what I mean? Like. I always think that if something like that happens being here, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly isolated. I can hunt. I can do all those things. I'm fooling myself because those are difficult things like, to learn. And I, like there are a couple things, you know, um, like, like, re, like it's been in the news a lot and people have been, you know, attacking non-vaxxers a lot of it was what I see. But, um, is this whole thing in a, where was it that recently happened in New York City? Mm-hmm. There's the thing with the uh, measles. Is, yeah. is that right? Am I remembering this right? And there was several hundred cases of it or something like that. And it turned out that I think about two-thirds of those cases, um, are do- it's documented that two-thirds of the people that got measles were vaccinated for the measles. Sure. And some of the people that got the, the measles had part of the measles vaccination but didn't get follow-ups. Right. And sometimes vaccines do this thing because you're injecting, you're inoculating the actual disease into the person. That sometimes they do this thing called shedding where it, it actually, your immune system doesn't suppress it enough and you actually get the fucking disease. Everyone knows that this happens. Some people go get the flu shot and they get a fucking terrible case of the flu. Yeah. And then that causes the flu to other people to get the flu. You know, so sometimes these vaccines, they're not perfect. It's like this is a mammy thing. And sometimes they're not perfect, and sometimes there a lot of shedding occurs. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, the natural, my opinion is, the natural response of these companies that make the vaccines that have a lot of a lot of lobbying power and a lot of money coming in um, is that, that well we can't allow this bad this to be bad PR. Why would we let this be bad PR when we can just flip the script and make it um, good PR by bashing the people who oppose us? Sure. I mean, it's we fucked up. This this thing's not working. It shedded. A, a few hundred people got sick. No one died. But we don't want this to look bad, so we got to flip the script before before the, the conspiracy theorists have a, have a chance to bubble up in the in the the few um, free market kind of press that is allowed on the internet anymore. We've got to fucking nip it in the bud and attack them. Go on the offensive before we get accused of. Not having a perfect vaccine because vaccines aren't perfect. Doing the Barney Five. That's what they're doing. And I think yeah. that that yeah. position, I think having, I think that worldview, and that's kind of what I have, like being reasonably skeptical of almost everything of, of, of what's really gone, but also acknowledging that, you know, using inoculations to prevent diseases could be, is a very effective tool in a lot of cases. And I'm not against vaccines. I don't think vaccines themselves hurt people. I think that the additives in vaccines hurt people, and I think sometimes vaccines cause the disease that they're trying to prevent, because right. we're human beings and we make mistakes. And woe to us. I mean, I, I can't believe I just said that, but it's absolutely true. If, if smallpox comes back, have you ever seen the – it's awful. Like, it is well, – no, hearing it described. Well, I think I think that it revulsive. is It is still a thing. It has come back, but it doesn't really kill people anymore because we have better – Better shit to treat. I know, them. man, but even still, it's just it's it's awful. It's the I same mean, thing with measles. It's like you know, measles used to be like the chicken pox. Everyone would get, they'd you get your kids together. Let's go ahead and get them. Go ahead and get them sick. And get them out of the way, and then they'll be, um, you know, they'll be. They'll be That's fun. how I got the chicken pox. Yeah, we did that when I was a kid. I got. I mean, pox. I remember getting the chicken. Pox. It was bad. Like, we, we all got it at one time. It, it was like a bad flu, us. and then some some sores, and yeah, and it was over. Oh, I had the worst headache. I, I still remember that headache. You weren't allowed to scratch. For some reason, oh, it caused. I scratched. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of these diseases, you know, a lot of ones that they're freaking out about. It's like 
not very many people are dying from this. You know, even in places where, even in situations where it spreads and there's a lot of people that have it. It's not, 2019 measles isn't really that dangerous for most healthy people. It's not a heavyweight like it used to no, be. No, the flu is more dangerous. Right. Well, the flu's. It's the same thing. Flu kills millions of people worldwide every year. I mean, it's. Malaria, but, but that's just because that's just because it's a common disease. Everybody gets it every year, mm-hmm. not all, a lot, and some people are weak. Of course, it's going to kill a lot of people. It's so pro. It's so, so what you're saying is you're pro flu to weed out the weak people. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Well, I actually did share a thing where um, they showed that that um, that measles is a cancer fighting. Measles yeah, actually kills that, cancer, actually. and how they did it with this one person. She had done a bunch of chemo and radiation shit, and there was like still still back. You know, cancer kept coming back. She's done everything. She's at the end of the road. She's dying. She's got tumors all over. So, okay, well, let's try this last resort, last ditch effort. If we give you this fucking really potent dose of the measles virus, there's been some evidence that measles actually fights cancer cells. So we're going to give you the measles, like really fucking hardcore bad, and see if that kill, see if that reverses your tumor growth. Well, sure. And they did it, and it fucking eradicated the cancer within like a few weeks, and she's cancer free. The measles kills cancer. <laughs> In this corner. Now, now, that's, now, now, I'm not saying that we should let everyone get the measles because it's going to eradicate cancer or anything like that. But this is a very interesting thing where this virus. What are the positives of the mumps? <laughs> I'm going to start getting, trying to get more diseases yeah. to protect myself from disease. Well, it's We're, like can the, we have a disease of the week segment? <laughs> this is... This disease is brought to you by the letter R. <laughs> R for rubella. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, there was an episode of The Simpsons where Homer, I mean, where Mr. Burns got, was so sick that they, they said, well, here's, here it is. He's like, this is a germ. It's like a little crazy looking figure. And he said, here's a doorway. All these diseases are trying to come through and they can't because they're stuck. Because there's too many Like they can't get through So what you're saying is I'm indestructible He's like No What I am saying is Indestructible And he just walks away One of the best fucking segments On that show ever Ugh, Fuck Anyway How was your week John? Fine Awesome Taters I, I did the jujit um, The jujit I jujit it all week Did you, you I jujit it all over the place Did you jujit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Um, my week was pretty good. I worked and uh, worked out, and I'm just I'm still having trouble with bench press. It's driving me fucking nuts. Um, you just give up on weightlifting, bro. You're not good at it. Thanks, man. <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody knows you're weak. <laughs> they all do. It's my, it's my curse. <laughs> um. No, hey, look, here comes that weak guy. That's what they say. <laughs> man, that, like, man, that guy is... How you doing, Weaky McWeekson? Oh, noodle arms over there. <laughs> fucking paper <laughs> bag paper bag tater sacks over there. <laughs> fucking buggy whip arms. Look at him. Yeah, buggy whip. That's one of my favorites, Mc, buggy whip. McToothpick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You probably could get your ass whipped by Charlie Zelenoff. Charlie um, Z, Charlie Z, I'm the one, I'm the one. God, I'm the, cha- I'm the champion. He's, he's going after who's, who's he, He's going after that. What's up, champ? Who's that guy? Oh God, he's no. going after him. Shannon the Cannon Briggs. Yes. No. Yes, he That's is. a heavyweight. God's nuts, dude. She's amazing. Come on, champ. Let's go, champ. 
<laughs> he was on Rogan and Rogan, yeah. and they're talking about that shit. That's the reason he's going after him. I fucking knocked out Deontay Wilder. No. He, he's, fr- he's all these shots seem to be. It seems like they're all shot in more mat. I saw and the video of him with Deontay Kim Wilder, Kim. and he did not. Knock out Deontay Wilder. No, no. Kim Kardashian. It's like I tell her every day. I say, Kim, you're the one. You're the one. You're the one. I got one. you these thousand dollar heels. We're gonna probably bottom up right less. This isn't your choice. This God said when Kim when Kim Kardashian was born, God said unto the angels, He said, Kim, you're the one. You're these are direct marry. quotes, by the yeah, way. No. <laughs> you're gonna marry Charlie Z. It's like you're just gonna do it, baby. You're it's all right, idiot. But um, no, it's like uh, my again, my row. I went up and I was rowing two seventy five. No problem. It's pretty good. And um, I was repping 275 on the bench, too, but not easily. So it's It's better than you were. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, you say you're not getting anywhere, but it seems to me like you're getting somewhere. Well, maybe you need that motivation. Not in the. Not in the quickness that I want. Like, my my squat and my deadlift are really coming up fast. Like, uh, deadlift, especially. Like, I, I started pulling it off the rack instead of getting it off the floor, and that's really helped. Because I think my back where it's injured mm-hmm. has a hard time getting it going. But if I get, just get it off the rack and then do it, I can go from a dead stop and do it. So that's the same. Do you do that for the first rep or for all of them? For the first rep. And then you back up. and Yes. Yeah. So it, it works. And, you know, I'll be repping over 400 pounds in no time. So Son of a, you weakling. <laughs> But I, sand in your face. <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself. Charles Atlas got me these muscles. <laughs> How long have you been lifting weights? <laughs> a long time. And that's all you can do? <laughs> I know. It seems so, like you'd be up into the thousands by now. Well, that, that you know, and people still to this day don't have an idea. So, okay, you have the people who have an idea of weightlifting, but they don't really get it. You know, it's... You know, they, they, anybody who lifts weights must be strong, and that's not necessarily so. But then the ones like that, I have a boss again at the plant, and he, he keep, kept on saying that I was bent over rowing 325. It was 225. <laughs> that's a hundred pound difference. And not that that's not impressive. A 225 a good, row yeah. is good, decent. I'm repping it. But 325 is extremely impressive. And I just gave up trying to correct him. I was, yeah, sure, three twenty-five. I don't care. Yeah, let him you tell stories. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, there's that. And then you have people who you know they're just blatantly lying. I worked with a guy down at fucking Outback. That way, I can't remember that which way. way the road goes. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> um, the bottom of the hill. He said that when he was in middle school, he was squatting seven hundred pounds. So, I don't believe uh, you, sir. I was like what? It's like no, you weren't. <laughs> I do not believe that would make you from fucking Krypton. You're not, you know, it's not, or you swallowed a gamma bomb or you got struck by lightning or something. I don't know. Maybe he did a hundred pounds seven times and he thought it was cumulative. (laughs) I don't know what he thought, (laughs) but he just kept on throwing these wild numbers at me because he was in competition with me because a girl that he liked liked me. And I was just like, so he was like, I beat Deontay Wilder. I beat Derek (laughs) the Giant. Basically, I love how Derek the Giant like, is, is on his resume and Derek the Giant is a 70-year-old man yeah. <laughs> that whooped his that ass. Shit out of him, knocked him out of the ring. God, let's look up some Charlie Z. And he's like, he's like 6'4", 300. He's not a giant. He's, he's a big, a big dude, but yeah. he's not, yeah. But he's a giant compared to that fucking... He's what we call a, a tall drink of water. A hoss. He's a hoss. hoss. He's a hoss. Yeah, but he's not even... He, he's. Been retired for 12 years by the time he fought Charlie Z. I like his, I like he still put that work on him. I like his interview with him, too. This motherfucker. He's just <laughs> <laughs> like I, haven't, I, haven't bo- I haven't haven't boxed in like a long time. I haven't trained at all. Charlie Z's a hero of mine, I guess. 
He's a <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, yeah. I want to get I, him on the show. I, I, <laughs> we probably could. We need what, one of us need to call him out. Like, oh god. <laughs> I would totally fucking fight Charlie's <laughs> eight. He's going to come with that sucker punch. Just know that. I mean, he's I mean, the, the guy can punch a little bit. I mean, he's well, got, sure he can. You, if he's got a power punch on him for 160 pounds, sure. he he can punch hard. But it's just like hook, 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 oh, hook. God. Rest, 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 rest. Yeah, okay, That's out, all he's out, got. Yeah. yeah. See, there is no timeout in boxing. Into the round, into the round. <laughs> Jesus. Let's go, champ. I can't wait yeah, to you see You don't that. want him to. No. You don't want Shannon the Cannon Briggs coming after you. Jesus Christ. He's about 260. <laughs> they said he was fucking. I can't remember who's telling the story. He's on a paddleboard. Let's go, champ. Yeah, he, he, went, he went out to. Uh, Klitschkoff or Klitschko? Yes, one of the Klitschko. He, he kept brothers. on taunting him. Or something. He didn't want to fight him. The Klitschko guy didn't want to fight him, and he went to Russia, got on a paddle boat, and went out to talk shit to him. It was fucking incredible. Oh man! Speaking of, um, what the hell? The freaking the audience can't hear it. I can't hear anything now. The, the, the power went off on it completely. Is that it? There we go. Yeah, there we go. Ah. Um. <laughs> Shit, what was I going to say? Uh, no, the I was watching Rogan um, this week, and uh, he was. I saw the thing about Alex Jones, and um, and he was doing. I mean, I, this is a favorite thing segment. Actually. You want to do favorite things? Yeah. All right, let me get there. Oh, let me get there. I got a couple this week. Oh, there's a fucking ad before it, of course. When we're short on time, these mother bitches. Short on time? I don't know. Raindrops on roses. <laughs> not really short on time. We might miss some of the prelims. Yeah, we're already missing some of the prelims, probably. I don't know. Brown paper packages we probably are now. In a few minutes, yeah, we will be. I think they had probably to cut the prelim short because the main event got canceled. Pieces of shit. Anyway, favorite thing. It got canceled? Yeah. Hernia, the fucking Whit- Whitaker got. They f- he had a stomach pain. And they found a hernia on him the fucking hours before the damn fight. Oh shit! So he can't fight. Oh okay, it's garbage. Like legit. And they, he's he's getting surgery for it right now. Jeez. I started what is it? What is a hernia? Can someone fill is me? A, it's, I mean, I, I it's a it hole in your intestinal lining, and it's but it could be in different places, right? You can have sure. hiatal hernias, like in the esophagus, yes. hernia anywhere. I mean, it's just a place think, where your it's where, a rupture where tissue has has come through. A hernia a, is a rupture. Yes, yeah, that's all. It's it like is. a probably what is with him is there's a rupture in the abdominal wall, and intestines are pushing out through it. Yeah. Just from but stress or getting punched. Yeah, like you can get a herniated disc in your back, and that's mm-hmm. like something bursts and the, it goes sideways. And if it's out. just and if it's just an injury type thing, it could heal itself. Sure. Yeah, right. but he would have to be probably he, definitely not fight. If you take yeah, yeah if you take <laughs> it easy, take, take care of yourself, to, it could heal. Sure. Yeah, but he probably wants to get in there by the end of the year because he hasn't fought yet. Okay, I'm just I'm just genuinely curious because I it's mm-hmm. a word I see all the time and I don't. This is a segment I want to do. I'm going to do a little side shoot. A segment, a segment where we do, um, we, we could call it like, what's the word or something, where I just pick a word to hyper-focus on for the whole week. Like, last week it was nature. Okay. This week, the, the, this week the word would be... Um, Nurture? No, it would be overrated. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw week, your guys' discussion so, on Facebook. So every <laughs> week we, we, we pick one word. I, I think pick, it's just a logical fallacy. <laughs> you can't rate things that are subjective. <laughs> 
Everything's subjective. That's <laughs> what overrated means. Sports isn't subjective. But anyway, so so this segment could be like that. As like I just hyper focus on a word for several <laughs> days and and d- get Facebook feedback about it. So I come in with all this ammo and we just dig as deep as we can into a few letters, <laughs> see what we can find. Neat. I like it. I mean, we could talk about overrated all we want, and we could call this. But I think it's an overrated we topic. Could, we could call the segment "What's the Word?" <laughs> What's the word? Or something. And we we come up, and with a I theme already song. know the uh, theme song. Uh, the word, word, word. Uh, say the word and you'll be free by the Beatles. Uh, the cameo word up. Oh, <laughs> that's the obvious one, and it just went right through yeah. me. <laughs> but anyway, ch- ch- favorite things. Favorite things. Um, okay, <laughs> the first thing was, and I'll get to the Joe Rogan thing here in a second. I finished um, a Wizard of Mercy, which I had started a few times. Uh, Ursula K. Le Guin, and it's an epic fantasy. It starts this, uh, and it's so unique. Most fantasies And I'm reading another one that does this uh, I started a new Tad Williams book Which I'll mention as well um, Take Usually European culture Pick it up Put it down on a map Surround it with strange More strange cultures Basically They're just trying to do a clash of cultures And that's not lazy That's fantasy writing You know And I've done that myself I, Except I tried to Limit the European influence And did more Native American Japanese African stuff like that didn't quite work but um she did this thing where it's earth sea and it's just a huge it's this planet where all these islands it's just a bunch of islands and all these people who live on the water and you know all kinds of stuff and you know and it's about this character named ged or jed g-e-d <laughs> he was getting this g-e-d <laughs> good enough to g-e-d and wizardry because that's what it's about um but uh no, he becomes this wizard. He at first he he is a kid who's got a lot of talent, but he's arrogant, and he's going to go to this one wizard named Ogion who's going to teach him stuff. Ogion, and he he tells that teacher, "Well, I don't want to just do this. I want to do big things." So the teacher just says, "Okay, well, there's that chip over there. You take it." And he wasn't mean about it, but he wasn't, and he wasn't disappointed. But he just knew maybe the kid was making a mistake. Anyway, the kid. Goes and he starts being taught in this wizardry school, and then he is tricked into unleashing this shadow called a Gabbath, and it's just him. That's all it is. It's a shadow of himself. So basically, the the crux of the book is he is running from this thing, running from the shadow of himself, and then he has to turn and fight it. And once he does, learning a thing's name in this world is, for the wizardry is very important because then you have power over that thing. And he doesn't know its name. He's fought, fought and defeated dragons. He's done all this stuff. He's become almost crippled by all the stuff he's gone through. And he's still a fairly young man. And he turns and he and he understands what the shadow is. And he says its name to it. And then he has power over. He can defeat it. <clears throat> and that's the end of the book. Basically, is that he learned to deal with the sh- with the darkness in himself and, and and dismiss it. It's a very powerful theme. And by the end. It's one of the best fantasies I've ever read, even though it's very fairy tale like. It's not a lot of uh, first person description. It's none of that stuff. It's very generalized and it's fucking tremendous. It was a really, really good book. Only about 200 pages. Hmm. And um, I was very impressed. I can't read, wait to read the next ones because, you know, it's just, she's up there. Like it's Tolkien, Ursula K. Le Guin, uh, you know, George R. R. Martin, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> God, Stephen King hates her books. Those so are pretty bad. good pull because I don't, I, I don't, I've never read those books. And just remembering the name of the lady that wrote them. Well, yeah, it's not all going bad for me today. 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I started watching uh, Rogan, and I and I was work- who, who was on with him? Was it? Uh- it was. I can't remember who it was, but they were discussing Alex Jones. It's the clip you were talking about. Okay. You showed me, but I'd seen it already. There was a couple of them, and. Uh, a, I, you know how much I just despise Alex Jones and um, my prince. <laughs> he would be okay uh, again if he just didn't completely go after those parents who lost their children. He was a lot. Not to, I'm, a, actually, I, I'm a conspiracy hipster. He was better before everybody knew about him. He yeah. actually he actually didn't really. He personally didn't really go after them, but he got. Oh, paid. he encouraged the attacks on them, though. I mean, he, he not, really no, not really. He, he he was actually pretty empathetic with them. He was just saying. Why should I believe you? You know what I mean. He was questioning that. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, I never I, got. I, I never got into. If you specific, if you really look at what 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 he actually said, and then how people reacted to it, the reaction he he got pinned with a, a little bit more guilt than what he actually committed. I think mm-hmm. in, that, in that instance, it was because because his followers would get yeah, after other people. people and I don't think you're responsible and like, for what. Yeah, people no, okay, listen, if some fair. random person on the internet is attacking, is making death threats to this family. He happens to listen to Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that mean silly. that, doesn't, I, I that doesn't mean that he wanted that. He he didn't want that to. But happen. he created a a a, a he create helped create a myth about this shit. That That's I, what that I actually had people. You know, it's the same reason people are freaking out by, against me in an argument about Sandy Hook. I was like, these poor it's children. The same line of thinking is why people are so pissed at Donald Trump because they feel like he's inciting things. He is that are like Hitler level. He most certainly is. I mean, I mean, that's that's proven thing. It's the like I said, it's the uh, the Stanley Milgram experiment writ large is what it is. I don't know. I I think that those things have have been there. It's just that they're more apparent now. No, I think he's since he's risen to power that the uh, that uh, a lot of the more ugly side of American uh, discourse has has reared its head. Not just discourse, but action too. I think that uh, that he does definitely uh, embolden a group. I mean, I, I would I would say that you know a cursory examination of evidence would would bear that out. You know, I'd so. say it's probably the same effect that Obama had on everybody uh, when everybody started getting offended about everything, sure. and yeah. calling for everybody's head, and mm-hmm. everything you do is racist, no matter what you do, right? And all that stuff. People start doing that. So nothing. So it hasn't changed. It's just gone to a different side. Changed forms. And, but the other side didn't change either. So, <laughs> so it's just kind of. Yeah, I guess that's where I'm more, more like a little bit kind of not nihilist about it. Or not nihilist, but a little bit more just neutral about it. Like, because mm-hmm. we ate, I mean, because, because I, ate, sucks, I ate, yeah, like, I ate <laughs> shit through the whole Obama administration and like, you know, just because I, I, because I talk out, speak out about the things I speak out of, like I'm anti warm consistently. Against this, against that, right. some things I've changed my views on. But um, I was criticizing Obama for this shit, and then I'm, you know, you're a racist. I'm a racist. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's, he's a, a nice he's guy. Extremely the argument is well spoken. He's yeah, well, but that's, class. He's got class. But that's the thing he does. I mean, well, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm saying in that in that vein, he does. I mean, he's yeah, he's charismatic. He's intelligent. It's just he's that a, I don't give a flying fuck about. I know you don't about. You know how charismatic you are. I care about you know what you say. You do. Sure. And so when when Trump came around, and then all these people that were you know just just Obama does no wrong, mm-hmm. will like you know freak out about Donald Trump. And I, I'm sitting here looking at the the really broad stream of commalities between the two. It's like, well, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like the things that you, you guys matter. are you guys are just now getting you guys are getting mad because Trump's in office. It's like I was already there nine years ago for the same for. 
the same reasons that I'm upset with the government now. Pretty much, yeah. The wars are still there, and they're only getting worse. And there's yeah. the debt, going to be more. The debt's, the debt's like exponentially climbing. The debt is ballooning. It is fucking out. Oh, it's God, crazy. it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, we're getting ready to start something with Venezuela, which you know should be a squash match, one would think. I was getting ready to say, I've, I've coined that, that it's yeah. a, it is fucking the road words versus the Mulkies. Yeah. <laughs> And one of the monkeys is injured. And he can't even yeah. help. <laughs> we are we are apparently actually pulling out of Syria, though. That'd be great. It looks like it's following that's because because we're going to move everybody that's what, to Venezuela. Yeah. That's what Putin wants. That's what Putin wants. At least they're closer to home. Putin does control Trump. He does. He's got something on him. It's it's fairly obvious. Um, well, it's so obvious. Would you would you state the evidence that you have? Um, almost everything that Trump does is is benefiting Vladimir Putin and and. You know, I mean, I, I just think it's maybe it's less obvious than I think it is, but I, I, yeah. it just seems. I mean, like I just, I just genuinely don't, don't, don't know what the connection is. In case you don't know, John, this is the Road Warriors versus the Mulkies, <laughs> and don't blank because you'll miss it. I don't know if you remember the Road Warriors. I don't know if you. I remember this the Road. Stuff. I do remember the Road. They were Warriors. all the good steroids. They were the best. Yep. Everybody went absolutely apeshit. That would be like, oh, the Road Warriors are on. That looks interesting enough to Look try how to watch. That ring is. Yeah. That's a twelve by twelve ring. God, how would you like to be the monkeys, knowing? The, oh God, the fucking beatdown you're about to take. <laughs> Here they God, come. look at those fucking monsters, dude. <laughs> I would like to look like Animal. That's that's what I'm going for. I'm more of a hawk guy. Yeah. Well, I'm built more like Animal. So what a rush. Oh, he bumped the wrong way. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, but it's because he knew that his brother was coming down right where he was going <laughs> to bump, so he had to bump the wrong way. God, here we oh, go. Oh, Bob Cottle. Doomsday device. The, Bob Cottle's who I manage my, uh, my or I model my um, <laughs> commentating at. It's so fucking <laughs> ugly. Those poor monkeys. <laughs> I wonder if they even acknowledge him backstage. Good good match, guys. <laughs> I'd say they were probably Way to nice take too. a beating. So this is this is exhibit A as, as to why Putin is controlling Trump? No, this is exhibit <laughs> A about how this is exhibit A how the United States is going to deal with Venezuela. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I missed a beat. Now as far as um Putin having something on drum. I have no idea. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not denying it. I'm saying I, that's possible. I don't have the. In- my intuition is not like buzzing that like this. You know what I mean? That that's happening. I admittedly don't have intuition for this type of thing though. You know, I, I'd say I've got fairly decent political intuition. Like I knew Roger Stone was going down. I knew uh, John, Don Junior's next. He's going down. Right, next. but you could be wrong. You think Don? I could. It could, be, a cool, I, I, it could be that 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 the Trump Putin connection is just. He's just doing what he's doing, and it looks like it's playing into his hands. But really, Trump is just doing what he's doing, and there's not a connection. I don't know. I mean, I, you, you you don't think that that's it's possible? Yes. You don't think it's likely? What evidence is there that uh, that uh, Putin controls Trump? Well, I've read things, and I, I don't have them like I haven't it's, memorized the bullet. Points. You have an amalgamation of different things that you've absorbed that. Give you the no, intuitive, I've, well. Intuitive. I've read evidence. Yes, I've read some give evidence that, see, that, that give me the impression, accumulative yes. feeling that this right. is what's going on. That's what it gives me the impression that is that intuition. That is happening. Yeah. You have really strong intuition. Sure, about. and I and I and you know the fact that okay, it could be that just he's just a coward, but he well, ever, he's definitely a coward. Well, yeah, <laughs> but have you ever seen Trump in Putin's presence? It's like a puppy. I mean, he's well, just he's, he's that way with everybody who's a little bit strong. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he did. Yeah. yeah, you've commented on how he's a weakling in front of strong men before. 
Well, yeah, that's right. Military yeah. man, usually. Any kind of military. Yeah, he's yeah. sitting there usually like this. His slumpy shoulders. Yeah, and he doesn't look happy. He's even, like, even I want to leave the room. You know, he's got that. <laughs> <laughs> These men are truly badasses. Yeah. Almost as badass as me. Yeah, exactly. He's such a fucking. Imagine if he was actually, he probably is actually like that. I could kill each and every one of these guys. Oh, he's definitely to. like that. I just that. don't want to. He's, he's definitely like that. <laughs> if I could tell him about your father. <laughs> um, anyway. Daddy's got a big dick. <laughs> Is, did I say it right, Daddy? <laughs> I think I kind of. I'm going steady. I kind of French kiss. I kind of. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> I, I intuit that Donald Trump has like fucking mystical level martial arts skills. <laughs> well, like a, in the in the in the realm of Charlie Zelenoff and the frogs, oh he does. He's like he's fucking, one of those guys. Only in, he's like, in politics, Trump versus Charlie Z. Who you got? Fuck, I don't know. That's a rough one. It's Trump, ten, ten, Trump, mount, ten round. Main Trump event. definitely has the reach advantage, weight advantage, weight, experience. His complete and utter lack of athleticism, though, might play against. I'll him. say this: if it, if it goes past the first, past the second round, it's Trump all the way. Charlie, oh, Z yeah, will gas Charlie he'll be he'll, he'll be gassed. Yeah. yeah, Trump will take a nap while he's swinging. If Charlie Z is allowed to to end the round at any point and break whenever he wants, <laughs> I think it's going to go to Charlie Z. Yeah. Oh, this is round two hundred twenty-six. Take a break. <laughs> hey, hey, stop, Thirty stop. seconds. Give, stop, give, stop! Stop! Give stop! Stop! Give me! Give me! Give me two minutes away. to rest. And, give, I love that mumble thing he does. Uh, beat the shit out of you. It's like the back of the throat is kind of like yeah, rumbling. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> because he's, he's actually too scared to say it. He's got a, a queer sort of courage, though. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I mean, he's he starting a fight. Yeah, he's You're starting a fight. He challenged Deontay Wilder. <laughs> now he's challenging the, the what's he, that guy's name? Oh, he Shannon boxed, Cannon. Yeah. He boxed and threw punches at Deontay Wilder. <laughs> well, like, yes. And hit him. Yeah. Knowing he was going to be hit back. Yes. You know? And. I guess that's part of his delusion that he thinks he's actually stands a chance. And nobody since Mike Tyson hits harder than Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Is that true? That's pretty true. Shit, I would say you could. Yeah, you can. And he did case. really did take it easy on him. Oh, he, he could have killed, killed him. Yeah. He would have killed him. He definitely oh, could have killed him. He, he touched him. God damn! I don't know if I could take a shot from him. You seen the one where he tried to hit that guy in the gym, and so it was like a guy built basically like me, and he picked him up and threw him on the ground. Watch up, Charlie! But he's running out. He's like running out of the gym. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, oh, there's the one where he got choked out. Yeah, that was great. Completely. Yeah, that guy grabbed him. Nope, you tried to sleep me. He actually, he's actually really nice about it. He's like the teenage, kind of the him. teenager. Yeah, yeah the sixteen year old kid beat the shit out. Um, fuck, what a guy, Charlie Zell. Such, such, so much entertainment. I wish I'd have gone in on the ground floor. I know. I know. I know. We should have known this about this. This, this is material for fucking hours of shows. This is like, yeah, this is the kind of shit that, you know what I mean? Like, Paradise Lost level cult mm -hmm. favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I was watching Rogan, and he is fascinated by animals, as am I. So, but there was actually a, 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 a a mistake they made talking about um well he's talking about jaguars and jaguars are now in west virginia too cool they found a trail camera with a with a black yeah panther that's a jaguar that's the only thing it could be so great because we have no leopards in the, in this part of the world so um and it's not a mountain lion because it's got a big head it's stocky it's a jaguar so uh he and he was talking about jaguars versus leopards, and he said, "Which is bigger?" He's like the leopard. I'm like, no, the jaguar is bigger. The jaguar is the third biggest cat. It goes tiger, lion, jaguar. 
which is, makes that kind of terrifying because their range is increasing. They've been protected and they are not in any danger of going away. So you're saying that eventually we're going to have a jaguar hunting season? Yes, we will. Oh God! Imagine all these other fud motherfuckers. The prey is too plentiful here. Oh God! They are far too elusive. There's so many. Loose dogs that will be, become prey to those things. There's a fucking glut. <laughs> there's a glut, I tell you, of deer. Oh, yeah. I mean, is. and a deer for a fucking jaguar is easy pickings. Oh, yeah. So it's, you know, it's a giant, powerful animal. You know, that. And they hunt, do they hunt at night or during the day? I don't know if they're nocturnal or diurnal. I know I, I wolves are usually at night, so. They might not be competing at the same time. Well, I think it differs. I don't think wolves are truly nocturnal. We I just really don't have wolves here, but we have coyotes. We have koi wolves. Kind of koi same wolf. deal. Yeah. I mean, which is... Oh, God damn it. So much wildlife here. I'm glad I never see it. <laughs> that, you saw an ostrich. That, uh, emu. An emu. emu. <laughs> an aggressive emu. And I did see a bear one time whenever I got in my truck and there was a bear on the road like 200 yards behind me whenever I was working. And you got sassed by that possum. I got sassed by a possum. Sassed. <laughs> It really did sass me. <laughs> did I tell you about that? I know I talked about it on the show mm-hmm. once. He's just walking across the road. And I'm like, hey, possum. He goes, <laughs> it was early Don't in the morning. Don't sass me. It was early in the morning. He was trying to get back to his, yeah, to his, his burrow or wherever the yeah. fuck. I don't, fuck I don't even know how they sleep. They hang upside down. But then there's a, um, no, I don't think that's actually true. Um, then there's a, uh, they were talking about chimps. And there is this. Breed of chimps called a uh, Bondo chimp. Yes. Lion killers. <laughs> they can actually kill a fucking lion. They're six feet tall. And they have a crest like a like a like special forces chimps. Basically, yes. Just keep just keep it going while he works on yeah, it. Because this isn't coming through the audio. Okay. They can't hear. Uh, and, and they're six feet tall. And uh, they have a crest like a gorilla. I would hazard a guess that maybe they are a chimp gorilla hybrid. Since there's not many of them, because if there's not many of them, then maybe it's not an actual species. Maybe it's a hybridized species. I know sometimes uh, a chunk of a species can live in isolation and develop like like an African tribe where they're sure, like, like you have the bonobo like, chimps, which are much more peaceful. And, and then small. there's then there's African tribes where they're like little teeny yeah mini means. There's a you know, but I would and Africa is large. I mean, people don't understand how big Africa is. It's fucking huge. You could set the contiguous United States down in the Sahara Desert. Yeah, so that's but the, the, but the but the globes don't represent that. No, Have you well, ever seen that? That's racist. Our, that's a Mercator projection. The way, yeah. yeah, the way our our maps don't accurately mm. represent. The, there's some Bondo chimps in captivity. They finally caught them. They they've I don't know if they're in captivity or not, or maybe they're just right. fucking with people, depending on where they are. They might. Okay. Look how big these fuckers um, are. Like you were just saying, they just discovered that there's this new strain of. They got to be seven feet tall when they stand up straight. Um, you guys can. Um, so they've just discovered a new strain of chimpanzees in the wild called the giant chimpanzee, and I think Kermit might be one of those. Jesus um, Christ! So they, That's fucking terrifying. It's enormous. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying that. You know. Um, that these, you know, these chimps are, you know. I, I didn't realize, you know, you, you see Diane Fossey and you see, you know, or uh, Leaky and uh, what is the the woman who always studied the chimps? Oh, the woman that, yeah, I know. Sigourney Weaver played her. In- yeah, Sigourney no, that's, Weaver. That's, that's gorillas. <laughs> that's gorillas. That's Diane Fossey. I'm thinking more of uh, uh, Jane Goodall. Uh, Jane Goodall. Yeah. And right. she, <laughs> it, it, it was just brave. Of them to do that because chimps are 
potentially violent animals, you know, and will kill you. So I think that the chimps they were following, they were more the garden variety. They're not, they weren't terribly, you know, large or aggressive. They're just, you know, but those, man, those motherfuckers, that thing was six feet tall. And he had, and he was built like a fucking bodybuilder. I mean, and far stronger. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Their muscle density is so much. Uh, a weak looking chimp is stronger than a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> a little baby monkey, like, uh, that's no bigger than Baxter would just rip your fucking arms off. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, they're just, their, their muscle fibers are so much more dense and their connective tissues are so I much bet, stronger. Man, I bet that meat would be good. You'd have to have a hacksaw to get the. You think? Fuck yeah. After all the shit they eat. I mean, yeah, pigs are omnivores too. Well, I know uh, they taste delicious. I don't know. Obviously, the, what the chimp you want to you want to raise the chimp right so that the meat is good. You give it the right kind of diet, so you know. But then you're gonna so become the, buddies with it. You yeah, want yeah, so you, you, you want the it. triceps to be nice and tender. <laughs> <laughs> no so no pushing, only pulling <laughs> techniques. Um, They're tricep chimps. Somebody, uh, the guy that uh, one of the outdoors guys that. Rogan has on all the time says he ate chimp once and it was delicious so mm. but I think anything could be good depending on how you cook it but he said it was out in the wild well, and they just cooked it over fire well there's also I mean there's accounts of people like westerners who have, who have tried cannibalism like there was some sir what's his name Nick Rhodes kept sharing this quote he shared it on, in my comments section like several times but he it was um, this quote by some explorer guy who who was hanging out with some cannibal, a cannibalist tribe and was friends with them and you know tried some Tried some human and he like described it. He said it was that you know absolutely delicious. It's the best tasting meat he's ever had. More similar to beef mm-hmm. than to like pork to pork or chicken. You would think it'd be more like pork because we're more similar to them. But he said it was like a little bit darker and richer, like <sighs> like like beef. But but he no he compared it to veal. Actually, is what yeah. he compared it to. So it's like like young, like soft succulent young beef. Such a I'm getting hard nasty this. word. Succulent. Mm. <laughs> <Ugh>. Moist. <laughs> Panties. <laughs> That's another one of those words. Yeah, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about now who uh, he he had on and was talking some about some colonel or some went. shit. Um if you like that type of shit, they he gets into animal shit all the time on there. Yeah, he was I mean it was it was definitely I like talking about it. And I and I my mom was a biology teacher, so growing up, she always had videos laying around of, you know, trials of life and natural geographics. And I saw Faces s- of death. <laughs> no, God, I couldn't watch that shit. I've watched it. Um, it was fine. There's some, but there's like there's like ten or twenty different phases of death, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a shitload of them. Half the stuff on it's fake, and half of it was just news. Yeah, real. Remember, it used to be they made you watch that in school. Like I don't for, remember that. Yeah, they they, they made us. I remember it being a thing where that we watched it in school. What for like driver's ed? We actually watched it in like middle school or something. We watched it before we even had driver's ed. I remember watching it at Falls View, and I remember hearing from other adults like, "Yeah, we had to watch," or people that were a, little, a generation ahead of us saying, "Yeah, they forced us to watch it mm-hmm. to like scared straight to scare you into being safe." They made you watch Phases of Death in public schools. Oh, Jesus. Which uh, I'm not actually I don't have a problem with it. Well, we had the thing uh people need- sex education day where they did the slideshow of all the STDs you could get. And they separated Neat. the boys from the girls and the boys would watch it one cl- one class and the girls would watch the other. So we got to see real live Fucked up junk on the I actually uh, projector do th- screen. Neat. I, I actually do think that people, 
and especially you know millennials and, and kids the kids nowadays are just uh, not uh, just too sheltered mm-hmm. like honestly so just fucking soft and like like yeah I think you need to you need to fucking cut some chickens throats in your lifetime while you're young and, and get experience with death and the realities of life and what happens when you wreck your car and your head goes through the windshield I think that sort of visceral like awareness of just how how fragile we are and how carnal you know how unsafe the world is you know what i mean so that you have an appreciation for what it means to have all this fucking cushy safety that we have it's like our fucking lives are so safe and easy compared to the you know the forces of nature yeah how could we remedy that just start randomly attacking. People. I think we should lower the age at which kids watch phases of death. Like start them at like three, four, five, play only that <laughs> around the clock. <laughs> I think you've got a recipe for breeding a generation of serial killers, John. <laughs> Imagine the, the No, I think they I think they get it out of their system. <laughs> like with sweets. <laughs> and then yeah. they have juvenile diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, you know, you know, it's like if you, it's reverse psychology, right? It's like it's like be a murderer, be a murderer, be a murderer. This is what we should Look be doing. Look how cool this is. It's like come on, uh, murder. You know, your dad was a really great murderer when he was in high school. <laughs> well, that was actually a uh I think it was Liz Winstead had a had a uh, bit about that saying, you know, parents should to discourage your kids from having sex should talk about sex in front of their kids. Like yeah, have, just be nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> like, like your kid come home, comes home from class, and you're like banging, banging your wife on the couch. Hey, son, what do you think about this right here? Giving your mom a good old fashioned Roger. I'm, I'm going to come inside of her. I'm not wearing protection. <laughs> you might have a little ah! brother or sister. Oh God! Check out my other ah! face. What an amazing show we have. Mm. I agree. <laughs> anyway, any other favorite things there, taters? No, I think that was pretty much it. Neat. John Juan. Favorite? Favorite. Mm. Mm, yes. Remember Flavorite? Was that the generic Kool-Aid? Like the generic Kool-Aid and also the generic other things. Yeah, I'm not down with generic Kool-Aid. Okay, um, so favorite thing. Thing I've been thinking about for the last couple of days. It's been on my mind. Is the motherfucking fights happening tonight? The main event of which just got canceled. Yeah, but we still got Israel Adesanya, the style bender. Yeah, I'm more Anderson Silva. I'm more excited to see Adesanya and Silva than I was to see Whitaker and Gastelum, just because uh, I think it's a more of a it's a mirror match. It's a more interesting fight. Yeah, I mean it's just fascinating. I mean for those that don't know, Anderson Silva being like. Probably the greatest of all time middleweight, who's like lo- lost a lot of his kind of luster the last five years. Yeah, or he's so. like he's what forty two, forty three. Yeah, he got his leg now. broken real bad and just kind of you know, ah, yeah, has just been kind of losing fights and and just kind of getting through the rest of his contract. Testing positive for for uh, performance yeah. enhancing drugs all the time. Even though at his peak, he's the he's as great a fighter as anyone's ever seen, like fucking Muhammad Ali level great. Yeah, he just hasn't been doing that well because he's old and he's he's done. But um, Israel Adesanya is like this young, you know, early twenties. He was born in um, uh, Africa, something like that. Yeah, one of the African countries. Um, I'm going to say Nigeria. Or... Anyway, African born. He lives. He tr- lives and trains in New Zealand now. Mm. So he's got the. He speaks really good English. He's got the kind of, um, kind of the New Zealand kind of. 
twang to his voice. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like a tall, skinny, he's like 6'3", you know, tall, skinny, uh, middleweight, who's just a fucking excellent kickboxer. Like, Nigerian, you're right. Nigerian. He, he got a start in kickboxing, has lots of kickboxing fights, and then started getting better with his jiu-jitsu and, and switching to MMA. And he's just, um, they call him the style bender. Israel, the style bender at Asanya, because he just he moves um, much like Anderson Silva. He moves like water. Like he he's able to anticipate what opponents are going to do in ways that don't seem possible. And um, he just throws really what look like really light punches, but then he just knocks people out with them because his technique and his accuracy are so good. Mm-hmm. He's just one of those people. It's like watching Michael Jordan play basketball or something. But this guy's an MMA fighter, and. Um, and both of those, and it, and um, Anderson Silva is the same way. In his prime, he's just like, just does superhuman things. You couldn't touch him. Right. Yeah, he just he looks like he's just playing. He's having fun out there. He's just playing with this, with this, with this guy who's an absolute fucking killer. And uh, and um, Anderson Silva has been a huge influence on Israel Adesanya. That's why he got into fighting was because of Anderson Silva. It's like his hero. Yeah. Like growing up being an, into Chuck Norris mm-hmm. and becoming a martial artist and then getting to face Chuck Norris for the world title. It's like, so he loves this person and respects him and they both like respect and love each other, but they're going to try to kill each other. They're going to try yeah. to kill each other in a few hours. Yeah. And I can't fucking wait. Oh, excited. shit. Yeah, these are just straight kickboxing fights, so you don't have even have to worry about getting taken down here. I'm, I'm, I, I, I am impressed with what he can do, but I'm also impressed with the guy's chins. Oh, he's yeah. really kicked the shit out of somebody, and he's, they just and they shrug it off. He's waylaying them, yeah. But yeah, he's uh, one of the more entertaining guys out now. Um, in his, uh, they had an open workout yesterday, and John sent me the video. At the end of the open workout, um, he hit his training partner with the stunner and covered him, and his training partner kicked out. At two and three quarters, then he picked him up, and they did the they did the thing where you stand and bang in the middle of the ring, and uh, then they both went off the ropes, and he ducked him and hit him with the uh, the rock bottom. <laughs> Started doing just just classic wrestling. Like shit it was a wrestling, it was wrestling. a spot. It was definitely yeah. a spot from a WrestleMania of some sort. So he likes the same shit I like. So now he's probably my favorite fight. <laughs> but yeah, he's fucking very impressive as far as. Uh, and stand up goes, and he's and, he's good enough to keep himself off the ground. And 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 to to appease all the people that 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 worship this kind of shit, he has a kitten that he carries around in the front pocket of <laughs> pocket of his shirt that he carries around everywhere, and he's got a dog that he spoils, and those are his kids, and he's got his own house. He's got a he kid. calls them his fur babies, and uh, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, he knocks motherfuckers stiff. He's a pretty impressive guy. Any other favorite things, Juan? That should do me. Okay. <laughs> um, I, uh, my favorite thing is almost flooding my house with water. It was neat. Yeah. I'm still on edge about that. <laughs> I think it'll be all right. Uh, it is. It's going to be just fine. But <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's yeah. It's just something to worry about. Yeah, I just got to fix it completely now. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm watching the new season of the Punisher. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good, very good. I enjoy it. I started watching. Uh, well, been watching Outlander. Watched a couple episodes. Um, uh, there was a. I'm one that completely caught me off guard, which is you know it's it's hard to do because I can see where stories are going usually, but um, 
the woman who's from the 40s, she was being put on trial with witch, for witchcraft with this other woman who was like the town witch, but she was basically uh, an apothecary is what she basically was, you know. But she did poison her husband oh. using arsenic and because she loved this Scottish Lord guy. And she kept on asking her the question, you know, when they were in this room together, she's like, well, quit lying to me. She's like, why don't you just tell me what you're doing here? And then she couldn't tell her, and she's just like, and she just looked at her and said, 1968, the witch woman is from our time, too. Only she was for even from closer to our time than the, than the original woman was. So she stepped through that portal, too, to take her in the into the past. Wow. I was like, that's fucking cool, you know. And, you know, and then she told her husband, like the guy she's married to, the, of course, devastatingly handsome Scottish Lord guy. And um, I like because he's like asking her questions about like they're they're just having a conversation about airplanes. And she said, uh, he's like, and they, he's like, and they out of their wings move. And she's like, no, they don't move. They're stationary, you know. And she, of course, would be wasting her time trying to explain the principles of thrust and, you know, and all that stuff. (laughs) Because he's one step away from believing in, you know, fairies and sprites and shit. If you let a snake bite you 47 times and (laughs) spit the venom and then ejaculate 47 minutes later, then uh, you'll be immune from all snake bites forever. Um, It's science. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to see hear somebody back there in that time. Oh, yeah, being snooty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I a, told it's you a it's no, cocaine for a flu, it's no, marijuana for a cold. It's gnome in your stomach. It's science. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, the, the, and uh, it's just, it's a really good show. I, I'm glad I was, you know, turned on to What's it. What's the costume design like? I'm, you know, I'm all about them stooms. <laughs> Excellent. Very, very excellent. Stoomies. Stooms. Stoomies. All about them the Stooms. Institute. What was the name of the guy on Seinfeld? Jeffrey Hawwood. <laughs> oh, another favorite thing is the Green New Deal. Have you guys heard about the Green New Deal? Uh, it's like Ocasio-Cortez. Well, that, it's, it's not a new thing. Like, Jill Stein had it on her platform for the last 15, you know, last 20 years. Right. And um, I think Ralph Nader had it on his before her. It's been it's it's you know it's been updated. It's been an idea that's been perhaps bastardized because this this version seems crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? A lot of it seems insane to me. I mean, it's not insane if you believe uh, all the things that progressive people believe about the climate, and if you're as clueless about how to fix that problem as most of them are. Uh, it doesn't sound. Cr- I understand as a former, you know. Uh, frothing at the mouth virtue signaling leftist it makes sense to me like i'll put it to you this way that the 26 year old john would probably vote for the green new deal mm-hmm. the 37 year old john thinks it's absolutely it's authoritarian psychopathy because um and honestly i didn't even read that much of it this time but i got it you know i i skimmed it enough you know to pick up on what they're putting down and it's it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty out there. Um, but a lot of people, I think millennials support it. I think 67% or something of millennials support it. And, um, only a small number op- actually oppose it. Most, and then the other was most of the rest of them are neutral on it. Um, I mean, basically, if you, if you buy into the whole thing that like, like what's her name? Ocasio Cortez said, we've got 12 more years to save before to save the planet. 
and just like Bill McKibben said 20 years ago that we've got five years left and just like this person said you know 20 years we've only got 10 you know yeah. it's a sort of alarmism thing and it's like it's, it's the end of the world preacher it's, it's the uh, it's the little boy who cried wolf is what's happening because they keep they're trying you know with good intentions they're trying to spur spur people into action mm-hmm. to, to take to to take precautions against climate change as, in, in as much as humans affect it and um and they're trying to do this, and so there's they're, they're like, well, if, if we look at the at how much the heat, how much the temperature has risen in the last five years, and how much the carbon has gone up relative to that, and then if we extrapolate from that, uh, then you know, then it'll be, you know, it'll be 140 degrees in July ten years from now. So, but that's not really, that's not going to happen, right? Um, and there, there's like there's a lot of climate science out there that's just not it's just fucking straight up not science. There's a lot of there's a lot of fraud because people are scared. You know they're legitimately scared about this crisis and they you know and they want to do something about it and they see the damage that's already you know, the damage that's already happened because the climate is changing and so they're like for humanitarian well intentioned reasons they're like we got to act. Sure. And the only way that we can the only way that we can fix this problem in time is. With a fucking giant, coercive, authoritarian government policy that stops people from using uh, as many fossil fuels as what they're using, and stops people from from raising animals because we think that animals are the cause, and stop. It's just basically you're just making more laws and basically becoming more of an authoritarian government in the name of limiting human behavior to try to curtail climate change. So in a sense... So it's very, very dangerous. So in a sense, it's, they're creating their own dystopian future. Like, there's the there's the dystopian Republican future which where nothing is regulated and they do whatever the fuck they there, want and it's a piece of shit planet like Blade Runner. Or there's the Logan's Run dystopian future where everything is controlled down to... I mean, everything's great and there's plenty for everybody, but it, it is so horrible to live in it. It's like, and then and another good analogy is like, okay... Um, like Germany, like, um, you know, they use, you know, socialism was on the, the Nazi platform. It's like, yeah, you know, m- more like everyone's guaranteed a decent quality of life and the wealth is de- re- redistributed and, you know, I mean, we're, we're working together. All the socialist things was what sold people into voting for that shit. It's one of the things that, and it was like well-intentioned stuff. It's like we want less poverty. We want more equality. And you sell the idea on that. But then once the shit gets into power and you lose all those rights, you sign over your rights in the name of uh, in the name of collectivism. Then you're fucked. Then you mm. then you've got no control over whether it's collectivism or not. It could easily just switch to fascism, right? Which is exactly what happens. So Green New Deal, maybe maybe these people doing it are like really well intentioned and, and like want to save the planet and want to you know lift people out of poverty and create jobs and do all the good things that they claim to want to do. But it's um it's like opening the floodgates to any other form of authoritarianism once you give up your right you know your your right to be able to fly a plane or your right you know mm, that's that's in it having to pay abolishing for, air travel it's like yeah they're trying to do basically what they're trying to do it sounds to me is that there was a there was a meeting held by russia uh in the i can't 18 like 17 or 1800s there might have been uh, you know, in even into the early 1900s, and um, what they were proposing is that we do a moratorium on technology, and not just war technology, and 
you know, to stop the slow the pace of things because they sold to, to they, s- inhibit innovation. Basically, yes. And uh, everybody thought it was a fine idea, except the countries that were coming up and were stuck, like us. <laughs> what, were, were uh, we the we innovators? Were, we then? were fairly, we were fairly powerful at that point. America's we, always, always been fairly powerful. Had we hit the uh, industrial Re- revolution yet? Oh, we sure had. Okay, and uh, that's why they wanted to slow it down because we were getting ahead of everybody. Well, no, actually, one of the biggest ones is that uh, Germany. Germany had been formed in too. 1870. And um, what? And as a stroke of a pen, literally, had become the largest land power in Europe, and were, you know, they they described them as, uh, you know, aggressive and all this stuff. But they were encircled by people who didn't wish them well. You know, I'm quoting directly from Dan Carlin here, but it's absolutely true. You know, they were. Will you do it in a Dan Carlin voice? <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do <laughs> <laughs> with the Mongols at the gate? <laughs> the townspeople shut these fear. The nine riders of Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a fairly decent Ed Carlin. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, uh, you what, know, I should correct myself. They don't want to abolish air travel. They're going to make it obsolete with high speed rails that go across the ocean. So, and I'm not, that's not impossible. No, it is. But it's not possible in 10 years, I don't think. No, okay, definitely not. Just, just imagine, okay, you, you, you take, you're no longer allowed to use jets and, and flying for your business. Don't even think about your business. Think about Hawaii. Think about Alaska. You can't get goods. Yeah, think about how much it's going to hurt them and all the businesses that are totally. Contingent upon having air travel f- to, f- to work their business because of globalism or because they need to travel a lot for their business, um, international businesses. Um, think about how many families, like middle class families and lower class fam- families who depend on these jobs are going to be destroyed by no longer allow- allowing air travel. Now, I understand why you're going to focus on on jet, on jet travel because the amount of energy that that shit uses you take one trip to Los Angeles in a back year and that's you, just for yourself the the amount of energy embodied energy that accounts for your responsibility of that environmental burden is greater than than like your whole heating bill for the winter right you know what I mean it's like a, just a tremendous amount of energy that people use by flying around it it is very um it is very carbon positive <laughs> If you will, it's it's like amazing how much pollution it because it's so fast, right? Yeah, so much energy is used to, to you know what I mean, and so that's why they're focusing on it because if we got rid of that, um, you know, it would cut down on a lot on our emissions. But here's the thing, you know what you know what else you could cut down on that's in that department that would, that would that, that that that's actually the biggest polluter. Everyone's like, oh, corporations are the biggest polluters. Wrong. The United States government is the biggest polluter. The military. Yeah. Fucking cut that shit in half and you've cut, you know I mean, what I mean? How many planes do you have in the fucking military? They're just constantly <laughs> flying around. At least around. a dozen. Exactly. You live, you, you well, live. No, that's the Syrian military. Oh, I'm sorry. If, if you live in uh, Upper Canal River Valley, you know just oh, how yeah, much fuck. fucking fuel they waste. We get the flyovers once a week at least. <sighs> Look at me. I can fly jetty jet. Fuck you. I- illegally close to your I'd love house. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to fly so close to your home and terrorize you that it's actually illegal. But I'm allowed because well, you don't count your hillbilly. I prefer hill person, hill jack. <laughs> I like hill jack. Hill jack sounds kind of sons tough. of the soil. <laughs> and um, if you really know me, it's hill cock. <laughs> mm. hill one, yak. Of the, one of the things they they managed to uh, put some 
stuff about race and stuff in there. Which, oh, you know, God. I'm for all that, but whenever they start mentioning equity instead of equality, that's when you got to get weirded out. Right. Because equity means the doctor makes the same as the janitor. Right. And if you want to set up that society, that's great. I no, mean, no, it isn't. If you want to set up that society on your own voluntarily, yeah, that's you, fine for you. If you and your buddies want to get together and say, yeah, we're going to have this. But I want my doctor to be motivated by money. And I want him to do a good job. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, we. You, well, you want you want him to have the position he has. Care about of, his reputation because of merit. Yes, right. Not because he. Everybody was, gets twenty thousand dollars a year. Not because he was special schooled into the position it's, of being a doctor. It, it said equity for people that are unwilling to work. Yeah, that was the, not the unable, unwilling, unwilling. Everybody's yeah. the same. We're all wearing uniforms eventually. That's what that's what that says. Because they're trying to, I think the intention behind that wording is that they want to include people who suffer from mental illness into the welfare state. It's like if you're really depressed, and it's like, if we're going to have it, it definitely should be in there. You know, I just sure. can't make it. You know, I just can't make it to work because I'm so fucking depressed, which is a real condition for some people. But it's, I don't think it's necessarily something that should be subsidized. You still fucking go to work. Sure. You know, what I mean, and rewarding you, rewarding you for not going to work. What's that going to do? Make you don't want to go to work every day. If you exactly. if you could get the same check you're getting now and doing nothing, what would you do, Jeff? Uh, is that a fucking out, is that a question? <laughs> He'd lift weights all the time. Yeah, exactly. He'd definitely maybe be a lot should... stronger than he is now. <laughs> Penny waist. Maybe <laughs> maybe subsidizing laziness is not a good idea. Maybe not. PW. That's pretty good. Call me. But why? The, but if it's, <laughs> hey, P Dubs. So yeah, it's it is. Um, really, really, really fucking crazy, the Green New Deal, and it's a really fucking stupid idea, and the people that have designed it and are going to be implementing it are not competent to do such a job, should such a job ever be appropriate. Do you think what what it is, is uh, perhaps a negotiating tactic, like at uh, my new job, they asked me what I would expect salary-wise, and I told them $28 an hour. The, the door in the <laughs> door in the face principle. Yeah. It's like college door in the face. You open the door in the face, and then when you pull it back a little bit, it doesn't seem so crazy. Right. Yeah, that's why they've moved like the racism line to where, where um, what is it called? The Overton window. The Overton window is so small on anything, like even uh, shit from forty years ago, where you were, you did something stupid, is now fucking you up. And you know the guys that did blackface, it's hilarious what's happening. All these, everybody's done blackface, <laughs> yeah, I, except I got, for me. No, I haven't done it. So, so my brother did blackface. <laughs> did he? <laughs> Do you guys know who Eric Davis is? He was yes. a, he was a b- baseball player for the, the Reds. Yes, yeah. My brother really liked Eric Davis when he was a kid. So, so, so for, for Halloween, Halloween, for Halloween one day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was a black man. We've done red face. Yeah, I mean, I've probably done something. I used to wear an Afro wig sometimes. But uh, they, the Overton went. They've moved, they've moved it to where now, no matter what, some, there's something wrong with what you said. We're going to go back in time at your tweets when you were 11 years old, like they did with Kevin Hart about the gay right. stuff when he made bad jokes or whatever. But um. You use the word nigger in a private message to your friend in, in yeah. 2017. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Whenever I used it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, that's what I think that's what they did with the Green New Deal. Just offer this, and then eventually they'll meet somewhere, hopefully less redonkulous. Cause. Well, the 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 fast land travel on the rails is a great idea. That's a yeah. really really good idea. So, but at the end of the day, and this is you know everyone knows my position, or you guys do. You start footprint. Not- you're starting to understand my position is that coercion is wrong. Oh, sure it is. 
only way you can do any of the shit that they're wanting to do is with a whole a motherfucking lot of coercion. I had a discussion about that with uh, West Virginia man on his page this week. And I like West Virginia. I do too. He's a personal friend of mine. Yeah, that's why I allow him to steal the memes that I put up and use as his own. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Look at the time. <laughs> Even though you were second on that, one. I was second on that one. I admitted afterwards, but it was good. It I mean, was good. It was good parallel thinking. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we had a discussion about that very thing, and uh, he thinks if people aren't forced to uh, give give via taxes, then they won't give at all. And I don't. I don't know about that. I don't think so. Because our experience with with charity is we were both telemarketing fundraisers and calling people at home. God, so, I hated you. <laughs> no, I was good at it. That's, that's an example. What was of, your What was your name for when you were uh, Arbogast McGillicuddy? <laughs> is that really true? Yeah, I would use it sometimes. Mostly, I just said James Underwood because that is my guy. So here's here's the thing that gets me about that is that. A lot of times, you know, if you've got a, a, I basically said even even if they won't give, there's no like forcing people to, to do something that they don't want to do is still wrong. I think. Yeah, unless they unless that per, unless the person you're forcing has violated someone's rights. Yes, that that justifies your your use of force. Yeah, but you as you were saying. Um, but the the, th- the thing that gets me about that whole thing is it's like okay, so you have the typical you know liberal conservative leftist whatever average person. That says, oh, well, you know, if, if, uh, if, if we don't force people to pay taxes to pay for the roads or to pay for this, then there's, um, then they won't do it. There's no way that it, I can't imagine any way that it would ever get done. And if you, and if you are opposed to using coercion, you know, if you're against taxation to pay for these things, then you're selfish mm-hmm. or you're not a virtuous person. And the funny thing is, is that in the world I see, it's like if I think about myself, it's like I have enough virtue that I would that I would donate to certain things and help pay for certain things without being forced. Mm-hmm. So what you're really saying is that you're a selfish person <laughs> because you don't I think you wouldn't, because you wouldn't pay into a system unless you were forced with a gun pointed to your head means that no one else would. So what you're really saying is you're really kind of you're kind of kind of really revealing your own selfishness or your at least your own. Worldview, your view of humanity as being inherently selfish. Yeah. Well, I think we were founded by a bunch of people that didn't like to be told what to do, and it's inherited. Well, they didn't like to t- be told what to do while they were telling other people what to do. I, know, I didn't say they weren't. I didn't say they weren't hypocrites <laughs> at the for, at the at the tip of a whip, no less. I didn't say they weren't hypocrites. I'm just saying. Yeah. They uh they had some ideas that uh, I don't necessarily agree with anymore. Back then, I probably would have agreed with them. Well. I would have been benefiting. <laughs> well, no, you I'm, wouldn't have. You wouldn't. I mean, you you wouldn't have been. And here's the thing, like this 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 Green New Deal thing, um, you know, if they pass it in a couple of years, once they get the bugs worked out, I could probably get all kinds of fucking government money by by just pretending to be a small farmer. Yeah, they just fucking give me money for pretending to farm. It's totally in my benefit <laughs> for the Green New Deal to pass. It's, it's not also gonna, right in your wheelhouse. You already got a farm set up. Yeah. And I, I don't have enough money. People think I'm rich or whatever. I was like, I'm not anywhere near that one fucking percent mark. I'm just, I'm just good at managing it. I live, I live below the poverty line. You take, you take alcohol and eating out of the situation, and it's well below the poverty line. <laughs> I'm a fucking peasant. Booze. The way that I live. <laughs> Could you make your own booze? I do. Yeah. 
Mead. That'd be the way to go. Yeah, mead, what was cider's easy to? Yeah. yeah, used to make cider all the time. Cider, cider, mead, wine. Those are the easiest. Mead is it's just honey, you know, and just fermented honey. Mm. It's just is it all thick it's when honey you drink wine? It? I don't know. I've no. never had mead before. No, it's it tastes like it's kind of like wine. Mm. Is it sweet? Depends on how you make it. I would I would like my like a Manischewitz. You ever had that? It's a very Jewish wine. Yes. I don't it's, think it's like drinking Kool Aid. I mean, oh, really? Yeah, it's super sweet. Yeah, I can make all that shit. Ah, oh, man. See, the life that you're trying to drift away from is the life that I want. Like, I'm, I'm to the point that I just want to disconnect from virtually everyone and just go away for a little while. You Gra- know, grass is all, always greener. I'm sure there could be a balance that you could strike. Maybe you could live half a week on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> balance, uh, moderation. Definitely not in my fucking vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, fuck that shit. That would make things far too reasonable. <laughs> I would I would risk being happy and healthy if I did that. I am there'd healthy. Be a, there'd be a risk. I'm just not happy. <laughs> like, well, I'm decently healthy, I guess. You're not bad. <sighs> so anyway, you got any umbrage? Oh, of course, there's an ad before the guy. Actually, I don't have any average this week. I'm Jesus. I'm I'm okay. I'm more resigned to things this week. Resigned? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have any either, except for the thing earlier. But it gave me something to talk about at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice uh, segue into the John. Any umbrage? Putting a lot of pressure on me. Uh, Y'all don't have any. Well. Um. Yeah, I'm sure that I. I'm sure that I do. I wonder if Jimmy Hart wrote that theme. I don't think so. I think it was uh, Johnston, Jim Johnston. Mm. Okay. Um, my umbrage is is that I don't understand why you are so upset by the word overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I did catch that conversation. Oh, not really. Is it because oh, of the God. Beatles thing? Because people who say the Beatles are overrated, and it's, so it's like any, a trigger word for you. Well, I, I've always just thought it was. It's not the right word because if we ra- okay, okay. rating things means that there's a ranking system, and there's science behind it. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Not necessi- rating can just be like Rotten Tomatoes. I think this movie's good. I, I think, think it's I bad. I agree with John with that. Okay, but, okay, okay. Here's what I want. Here's what I want from you. Come up with um, one or two examples of using the word overrated where it's appropriate. Okay. Appropriate. Uh, the West Virginia Mountaineers were ranked number eight in the country this season oh. in in football. Uh, and then we lo- lost five in a row. And all along, I was telling people that they were overrated. That is accurate. That is very accurate. That is not subjective because it proved itself to be true. Well, okay. By it's it, by quantifiable means, you can say something's overrated and be correct or incorrect. When something is not subjective. Right. I'm going to check Snopes. <laughs> hey, I love Snopes. I use it to fuck, shut... Fuck I, you and your Snopes. <laughs> fuck Snopes. I don't think, I don't think you can say... Art is overrated because it's subjective. That is subjective. I actually got into an argument with an art professor but because almost, he asked me to define art, and I said it's indefinable. I but, gave him that. But almost every use of the word overrated pertains to the arts. Right? I know, and they're saying they're using it. That's wrong. just a buzzword. I don't think that they are. I think you're using it. Wrong. I think I'm using it correctly. I mean, it has bastardized just how literally now also means figuratively. It's ba- it's been bastardized. Yeah, that's awful. I hate when people do it. That. Literally, it literally almost it also means figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm dying on stage. Literally, no, you're not. No, you're let fine. me let me make <laughs> educated sounds. This is what educated do right before they speak. 
over, it's like overrate. When, it's like when somebody says they're underpaid. Past tense, over, overrated, past parts of overrated. Have a higher opinion of, parenthesis, someone or something, than is deserved. That's what the that's what the definition I just read is. Well, I mean, what do they deserve? You that's know, the way I feel. Some about people think that Danielle, the, that, whatever the fuck that stupid bitch's name is, who bad baby, whatever that. Oh, stupid Danielle Brazil, don't ever say anything bad about fucking her. Brigoli, uh, <laughs> I love Andy her. B? I, I'm a big fan. Huge um, fan. We agree on that. So, <laughs> so the office. I think. I think that the office is overrated. It's not that I don't still occasionally put on a few apps <laughs> to go to sleep to or whatever because it makes it. You know, it's it's a it's a great binge watch show. It's a great comfort watch show, and it's it's a pretty good show. It did go too long. There are a lot of things that I, could I absolutely criti- agree that mm-hmm. there are a lot of things about it that I could criticize it. Like you fucking Andy hate Bernard. that character. He absolutely. I kind of have like little issues. It's kind of gotten to be a bit now, but I really don't like him. I kind of have little issues with all the characters in a way, but it's still a good show. I'm going to admit, you know, it's a quality show. They've, you know, obviously people love it, so they've done a good job. Right. I still think it's overrated because it's not that good. Well, it's like this, like the band Kiss. And whenever you're arguing with a moron, they're always going to bring up the same thing. Like they're overrated. Well, they've sold lots of records. It's like, does that fucking mean anything to me? (laughs) Well, you know, the rating is. That the number the best album of all time. So you're using is the Eagles, um, the Eagles' greatest hits album. You're using r- the word rating though in a very formal, like, yeah, factual, and that, and that technical way. That is exactly that what I'm doing. But that's but the greatest hits album. It, it shouldn't even count. But, that, <laughs> but the definition that's great is not is not using it. It's not so specific. It's just your opinion. Have a higher opinion of someone or something than is deserved. See, I, I use so a, you're using a very specific, narrow ve- de- definition. Very of literally. Yes. Especially that, when it comes to art. And that's the whole disagreement is based on, and this is why it's I want It's not even really a disagreement. I'm doing this for fun. Well, exactly. <laughs> but, but the whole discussion is totally just... Um, Spurious! Just based, just based on... <laughs> we're using the words in different ways, which is why I want to have this segment on the show, What's the Word? Right, and I okay. can dive into these individual words. Like if one person said, "Now, if I was lazy, I could say that things are overrated too." I just prefer to say, "I don't like it," and I don't understand what other people do. It's longer. It takes more time. Makes me seem smarter. And some people say, "Like, oh, <laughs> sleeping is overrated because they're proud about." Yeah, being yeah that's so fucking. Oh, like, no, it so isn't. Stupid. Yeah, it recharges and repairs your body. It is but, rated that is but, way <laughs> But from from that person's subjective opinion, that's true. Usually, a work hero. Yeah, days off are overrated. I haven't had a day off in twenty years. I worked as a fry cook. They had to force me to leave. I worked as a fry cook for forty years, and they never even paid, gave me a raise when minimum wage went up, and I didn't complain. I'm good. <laughs> I work. My hands look like this, so hers can look like this. <laughs> I work. I work anywhere from sixty to ninety Head hours a mountains. week. I work anywhere from 60 to 90 hours a week doing a job that I absolutely hate, and I still don't have any money. And I want to kill myself so bad. I'm good. Take that, Jesus. <laughs> God, they're just the worst. I'm going to say that they're overrated. Well, you work, see, I mean, work, uh, you can't really work rate heroes. that. You can't see, be rated. That hasn't, been, that hasn't been formally rated, though. That's the thing. I, uh, um, it hasn't been. You know, Whenever you nope. say ratings, I think of like how many... Album something is sold or how many people watch but a rating a could be like it could be just like i give um you know i give 
Nebraska four stars. It's an okay state. Out of how many stars? No, no, I was talking about the the, the album. I knew well, that. that's the thing, Jermaine. It's out of one hundred, but you give it. <laughs> but you give it five stars. I give it four and three quarters. It's always subjective. There's no, you know, that and that's a, an appropriate use of the word rating. Mm. We're rating rating it based on how much we like it. <laughs> I'm sitting over thinking Fly to the Concords. So I'm sorry. <laughs> and I still say that killer that orcas are fucking maybe about one out of every five hundred of them is a goddamn murderer. I don't care what the facts state. That's true. Maybe they want to be a murderer. They just don't have the chance. Wouldn't you? If you were an orc and like, I could totally flip this boat over right now and I can hear these guys being assholes. Every one of those people. Yeah. I could I straight. Just, I just, well, as I'm only for censorship when I'm in favor of it. So I want the word overrated only to be mean literal ratings when pertaining to things that can be measured, like sports, um, sales. Measure. Uh, reproducible data. Yes, I want. Yeah, it needs to be produced and then reproduced. So every season, every sport about season, will have to be ratings? done twice. Game ratings was that's a subject. They should change the names instead of ratings. Overrated they doesn't should, apply. Yeah. They should call it. Uh, they should call it. Um, oh, you mean like rated PG? Yes. I guess that's another. Oh, that's another use of the there's, word. There's some subjectiveness to. See, that I'm learning that. that there's more uses for the word than I uh, previously thought there were. You could you could say overcharging because a rate you're overrating something. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm pointing. People can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Our show would be like at least thirty percent better <laughs> if people could see us. <laughs> I don't know. We're like Christopher Cross. Our voices are smooth Sailing. and buttery. But once people see us, like, uh, our career is over. Or have, you ever, or have you ever listened to like an FM radio station and been like, oh, yeah, I like that show. And then you see him on a billboard and you're like, fuck those guys. Jesus yeah. Christ, look at those tools. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> look at how he looks. He looks like my dad. <laughs> He's got those stupid like stupid glasses and the stupid mutton chops. I mean, he just looks- They're always doing something like this, too. <laughs> We're wacky. <laughs> Where's the soundboard? Fuck. Dingo and the baby. Soundboard. We're wacky. <laughs> I love the Simpsons. Uh, the KBBL, KBabble. No talk, no radio. <laughs> they said they were going to get replaced one time. They said they were going to get replaced one time by a... Uh, by a machine, a robot machine. He said, it, it does bits. Listen to this. Those clowns in Washington are up to it again. Yeah. What a bunch of clowns. <laughs> wow, that thing's really relevant. <laughs> oh, hey, fuck. how about that weather out there? You mentioned Christopher Cross. So now I've got to find a Sailing? Christopher Cross song. Sailing? That's definitely it. But uh, you guys think we're about that's, done with this episode? Great. Yeah, we'll go out to sailing because that mm-hmm. fucking song is great. Should we go with Christopher Cross or Chris Cross? Christopher Cross. I hear they'll make you jump, jump. And an ad right before this too. Christopher Cross is hot these days. He's. I think he's still living, isn't he? Probably. Anyway, thanks for listening. It's over. The long national nightmares finally ended. He made it. We did it. We'll be back next week with episode one ninety eight. I only wrote down one thing for a title, and it's yard apples. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very distracted this yeah, episode. Yeah. All right, thanks, you bunch of fags. What a great beginning. Have, have a great day. I'm going to go Fuck home yeah. and get high and listen to that song. Let's eat each other's asses after this is over. What do you think? Good start right now. Okay. That's what they call yacht rock.
Woo! <laughs> All right, bye, queers. Well, it's not far down the paradise. At least it's not far. If the wind is right, you can sail away. Find tranquility. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. Just you wait and see. Never, never bad. A reason to pretend.